What's up, everybody? Episode number 10, Take Action Podcast uh, with Monty and Yura. We got a very, very special guest today. I know we say that every single week, but this one is uh, extra special. We'll explain why here in a second. But Yura, how are things today? Uh, pretty good. I had a really good week. We actually went to Wisconsin Dells and celebrated Thanksgiving with my wife's family last weekend. So it was a great time. We rented a log cabin. The place was phenomenal. Took kids to water park. And I'm a fun uncle, so it was fun dealing with <laughs> eight five-year-olds or eight kids under five. So by the time night rolled in, I was like, ready to take action in my bed. Yeah, for those who don't know, you're as like the ultimate dad. He just He's with the kids all the time, taking care of them. I'm pretty impressed with his abilities to take action with his kids. <laughs> I know, and some, so, sometimes I wish I'm not a fun uncle that everybody wants <laughs> to hang in my neck. Now you're, now you're dubbed that. You have to be that all the time. For sure. Well, it was definitely a good week. We're still going for Thanksgiving tomorrow. So you guys probably going to get this episode next Monday after Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Today is actually a very special day. Not it's only episode number 10 and we survived. We keep doing it every week. It's also Monty's birthday today. So <laughs> happy birthday, Monty. He's officially joined the Grandpa's Club. No, I don't. I don't have any kids. I don't have any grandkids, man. I am... Uh... I'm 40 by age, but 20 by maturity. Yeah, that sounds about right. And that's <laughs> and, and, and that's a fun part. You know, I'd yeah. rather be happy and silly versus be young and cranky Frankie. So. Yeah, I actually feel like, you know, I watched a Gary Vee video a couple of years ago and it put a lot of things into perspective about age. And I feel a lot younger than I did when I was like 35. And I, I know a lot of people go through that, but I feel like I'm just rounding into the back nine now. So I'll wait till the 19th green to, to figure things out, I guess. But... It's it's pretty cool. So yeah, so we have a uh, like I said, a very special guest today. A uh, lot of people. We had over four hundred likes on Instagram just on her artwork alone. But we also have our first female guest. Uh, she's the first person I went to to design our artwork for the Take Action podcast. So she's responsible for that. But uh, we have our friend Jen on today. Hi. How you doing, Jen? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm super pumped. You were uh, you were phenomenal in the artwork. You were all worried about bothering me all the time, but we got this thing nailed down pretty good. Thanks. Well, absolutely wonderful job. Yeah. So so we brought you on today, um, not only to cover another demographic. Obviously, having a female on was important to you and I. We uh, we were broing out a little bit too much the last nine episodes. So. We figured we definitely need some female influence on here and with you being the art lady. Also, you you have a really kind of a cool background. You do a lot, a lot of things. You take action on a lot of things. So tell us a little bit about Jen, background. Let's start maybe after high school, during high school, wherever you want to go. Sure. Well, high school, college, played sports in college, went for art, graphic What's, design. What sport? Softball. Cool. Yeah. I knew that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, went for graphic design, you know, got eight to five job out of college. Started coaching right away, actually. I started coaching 19, so almost 20 years I've been coaching, which is super cool. And then started doing a lot of stuff outside my eight to five job, design work, coaching, stuff like that, which kind of just rolled right into getting married, having kids, starting a family, and then where I'm at now, having five, quote, jobs and being a mom and... Yeah. So yeah. you're you're busy. Uh, a little bit. You're busy. But I think the cool thing was, and I messaged you about 
coming on the podcast, you had said, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And I said, well, <laughs> you have five jobs, but you're passionate about all of those different things. You have so many different interests and you're so well-rounded, obviously, with, you know, taking care of a family and, you know, being a trainer and being a workout partner <laughs> and, you know, and coaching, you know, and you, it's not like you just coach like low level kids. I mean, you're coaching high level softball players that are going to go to college and you run an art business and you have other things going on. So how do you, how do you manage all of that? It's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> first, I just want to point out that, you know, when somebody asks me what I do, my first uh, response is how much time do you have? And then I tell them, but I always make sure that people know it's my choice mm -hmm. to do this. I mean, I am busy by choice. I stay active by choice. You know, everybody has that choice. So th these are the choices that I've made. Yeah, I think the thing that you said to me the other day was I wouldn't want it any other way. And I right. thought that was awesome. Right, exactly. And and very carefully, I manage everything. <laughs> that's, sure. That's the short answer. Very carefully. And it's none of it necessarily is, I would say, a full time. So it's just being very uh, careful about time management, staying very organized, uh, writing everything down, because if I don't write it down, I'll probably forget it. Um, Which is the opposite of me. Yeah. I just put it in my phone if it's important. Right. And then I don't write anything else down. Right. I just hope that I don't get a phone call saying, dude, where the hell are you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Keep your fingers crossed. Yep. Yep. And Jen is obviously taking action. Five part-time jobs and two kids. So I would probably say that it makes six jobs for you because taking care of our kids it's basically a full-time job just two kids just and a on husband. its own no, yeah. no, no offense but two kids and a husband i gotta keep him on track too right right no doubt hey my wife would say the same thing right. i'm sure livy would say the same thing about you too <laughs> well i gotta give him a shout out a little bit because you know it's his support and encouragement that allows me to do what i'm doing mm -hmm. and so that's the least i can do is right. make sure i'm running the kids here and there would you call those not necessarily jobs but careers yeah i wouldn't call them jobs i'd call them passions yeah and not i mean maybe not even careers passions i i do what i love so one of my favorite quotes is do what makes your soul happy and training coaching my artwork building things because that's my other business <laughs> being a mom being a wife i love it and by the way i saw jen's artwork and it's just phenomenal it's original style everything is made with love so all of her projects are beautiful maybe, so nice work maybe jen next week you can share some of the your website or something on our social media pages so sure people know where to find you perfect that's awesome so okay so that was one of the big things that we had talked about a couple of weeks ago is passions how did you decide just to do all of them like what was it like obviously you're passionate about them yeah, you have you have a family. You didn't like just cut corners and say, "Well, you know, I, I love the quote." And this was like a Parks and Rec Ron Swanson quote: "Was you you never half-ass two things, you whole-ass one thing." And there's a lot to be said about that. But I also feel like if you're passionate about things and you're doing things that you love, then I think you can give all the energy you need to them. So how did how did you make that decision to be like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do them all"? Right. Well, and they didn't all come at once either. So I mean. People change on a daily basis. You grow and you grow up. Maybe not yeah. you, but right. you know, <laughs> some people do. As they grow older. As they grow older, you know, things change and, you know, you, you evolve with it and you, I, I embrace the change and just kind of roll with it. You know, I became a mom first 
well, coaching first, then mom. And one thing just kind of led to another certain hobbies, ideas. I don't know. They just, they just came and it was like, well, how can I turn this into something that's income building and I can not ever work a day in my life then as the saying goes. Mm -hmm. So first was training. So I was working at an insurance company actually. And I approached Brian about training at body and they were expanding and growing. Mm -hmm. And we started off in that strip mall. So I've basically been with him since uh, the beginning of body, which is super cool. I'm really proud of that. So I started training um, outside of that. Then I kind of took off with the dark design business part of it. My cousin actually owns a flower shop in De Pere and he needed a marketing done. So I created actually his whole brand, his whole logo uh, for his company. And I pitched him. I said, well, how about, you know, I'm your marketing person. I'll just do this full time for you. Do this body thing, training. And that's kind of what steamrolled into it. So uh, he's just a small company, so I ended up leaving there because after redesigning his website and setting up all his social media stuff, it was really kind of maintenance at that point, so kind of my job was done. Mm-hmm. So then met Jenna, um, you know Jenna, one of my best friends, and uh, we started hanging out, and every time we started hanging out, we would do craft things, and just it was a good time to chill but still get something done like we were feeling productive but you know we'd gossip and whatever and then she was in between jobs at that time too and we said hey let's make a business out of it and it just I mean things just you take advantage of what comes your way like I said she was between jobs so you know maybe a low point there we turned it into a high point right. by creating something taking action so yeah i'm where i'm at now and i i love it yeah and the cool thing is is you're always positive there's no negativity I mean, you let some things out every now and then, but that's usually at, she usually takes it out on me when she's training us uh, in the morning. She'll she'll whip me into shape a little bit, but no, that's awesome. I mean, that's so that's so incredible because that's what happens a lot of times is people look at you can go one of two ways in those situations when you're in between jobs and you can decide to fold and or just settle. I think a lot of people settle and you guys decided, no, let's let's do something about this. Let's make it. And what better way? I mean, you know, people talk about not going into the business with friends or family. And I think there's a there's a fine line, you know, and there's personality things that you have to work out. And obviously you and Jen are like sisters and I'm sure you guys probably pull hair sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's cool to see like you guys you guys took the you guys took it. And I actually prefer to work with my friends because I know that I'm can be a little bit more open and honest with them. But I choose certain friends not to work with too because I know that that character flaw that doesn't bode well with me is gonna come out sometimes. So that's awesome. I just love that you guys did that. And that's what it really is about. You made you know chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah. For sure, it's definitely a brilliant idea. You had a passion, you had a hobby with your friend which you guys actually enjoyed and have fun and you made money out of it. So, and you still enjoying it. So it's all about you guys taking action. So yeah, we, we're probably going to have to talk to you about this whole expanding branding website merch. We got our merch too. You're a, you're a, uh, got us took Jen's logo and went and got some merch for us. So yeah, we got a couple polos, couple hats. If you guys like it, maybe we'll put them in uh, in our store soon. Yeah, which Hint I can too. also help you with. There we go. There we go. Check Done. Design to the rescue. There we go. We just solved some. Some behind-the-scenes business work here. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, coaching now. Let's talk about that because I think obviously it takes it takes a certain person to be a good coach. Anybody can coach, but 
not everybody can be a good coach. And you're, you know, obviously softball background, playing in college, and we've seen the coaches. I played in college as well. I played two sports in college, and I've had some really good coaches, and I've had some really bad coaches, and I've had a couple guys that were ho hum, right? Mm-hmm. So, how did how does like your your coaching philosophy? What is your thought like? How do you elevate a student athlete to maximize their potential and and get them to where they need to be? Encouragement for one, it's. I would think it's a lot different coaching girls than guys. So with girls, um, you really have to be aware of uh, feelings (laughs) a little bit. But as far as the sport is concerned, because I also coach basketball and play basketball in in high school, you know, fundamentals, if you teach the fundamentals, it's the basis, you know, it's the foundation that you build off of. And it kind of goes for life too then. So I coach to, and I see sports as a way like life lessons, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, you know, accountability, uh, responsibility, being a good teammate uh, can translate to being a good coworker, showing up on time, right. making commitments, honoring your commitments, um, which I'm I'm a stickler for. Like, if you say you're going to do it, then do it. Right. Um, she does that at training too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, from a coaching point of view, I see a bigger picture for these uh, athletes. And I am just trying to be that small piece to get them to this bigger picture to get them, you know, to the rest of their life. Right. Because the majority of kids I coach, you know, don't aren't going to be pro athletes right. or anything. Well, it's the same like with, that, with anybody. And the kids that I've coached are the same way. I think your philosophies change as you get older because you're still super competitive. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to win. Winning is, is huge and it's an important lesson to learn. It's also important how to handle losing and how to overcome adversity. That's a huge life lesson in itself. But I think early in my career of coaching, it was more about winning than it was about developing, you know, mentally. But I wasn't old enough at that time to realize like, I was only like 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. You were the same age when you start coaching. So then girls are a different thing because girls don't really have a pro afterlife. Right. Guys sort of do, but not really. Like very, very, very few kids will ever go pro in anything doesn't matter male or female but the nfl and the major league baseball and you know the sports that pay is still there so you're dealing with reality a lot more with boys than you are dealing with with girls like whenever i help girls in recruiting it's easier because they're focused on the bigger picture it's the college degree that's what's important to them they're just using their sport to get their education. Boys, it's a whole another, it's curbing reality. <laughs> yeah. You get a division three kid that's 5'8", 165 pounds, who's a good football player. He's not going to go to the NFL. He's not going to Alabama, but they still think they are. And then you have to like, okay, what are we really diving into here? <laughs> so, right, right. So that's the dip. To me, that's a big difference. I mean, feelings, I've coached a little bit of women's track. I didn't really have to deal with it too much, but. Yeah. Well, I coach um, seven-year-olds to 18-year-olds. So okay. there's a, that's a wide gamut of uh, maturity levels. So it's interesting because, you know, we'll have team practices and we'll have three of them in a night right back to back. And so I, you see that age group. And so to change, you know, your delivery and how you say mm-hmm. things and even your energy level and things like that from, you know, seven to 18 is challenging, but also a fun challenge. Right. It, I mean, I enjoy the challenge, I mean, every time I go out there. So, so coaching 20 years, this is always the thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking a whole generation of kids now, right? right? So, I mean, when you were coaching at 19, 
those girls that were 17 and 16 were really close to you in age. Right. Now you're, we're in your 30s, right? So. <laughs> Safe. 38. 38. I'm proud of it. There you go. See? It's just a number. It's just a number, right? Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday, right? <laughs> right? So, so anyway, going back, have you noticed uh, a difference in how kids are now versus when you started coaching? Well, I'm sure there's a difference, but I think it's my perspective changing too, mm-hmm. that, which you touched on. There's definitely more parent involvement lately. And when I say lately, past five, eight mm-hmm. years, where you know you can see the generational changes going on where the parents are trying to provide for their children, but it really is enabling them. Mm -hmm. It's not letting them take responsibility. It's not letting them feel that, you know, that grit and that action that they have to take to succeed. It's like, oh, my mom gave me this. So that's how, why I'm here. I mean, there's no investment right. going on. Emotional investment. Like that's the adversity thing. And it's, I think a lot of times when I'm talking to kids, now I don't get me wrong. I have tons and tons of great kids that have been taught that. And there's a lot of great parents out there, but I think you're right. I think percentage wise now that what you see is you're seeing a lot more parents who are impatient, I think is probably mm-hmm. the best way, which I think morphs into enabling. And that's a learned behavior from kids for kids growing up. It's not like kids that haven't changed in a hundred thousand years. It's just how they've been brought up and what their environments do. We have social media now. We have to deal with everybody worrying about how many likes they got. Even Yuri and I do that sometimes as we look at our podcast numbers and we're like, how many downloads do we have? And we just have to get over that. You know, I think our whole society has to get over that and everybody's keeping up with the Joneses. The Joneses now are different than they were when we were growing up. It was always the bigger house, the the nicer cars, you know, where were you going on trips? And now it's how many Instagram likes do you have or how many Facebook likes do you have? And I think that's toxic. And I think that we have like, that's one thing that our society needs to like go back and re-scrub it out back that way. For sure. Does it make your job a little bit harder for 2019 is so technological, kids are distracted by their devices, social media. Does it make your job any harder? Definitely. And so, you know, I'll go to a practice and do the coaching part of it, you know, see some things, experience some things, you know, in that regard. And then you go home and you can probably test to this. All of a sudden you're putting on the parent hat and you don't want your kids to be consumed by that or be, you know, who they think that they need all these likes to be who they are. Like they, so then I'm going home, I have two daughters, so I want them to be self-confident. I want them to, you know, if they want to talk to a friend, they're going to call them up or go over to their house. They're not going to like go on Snapchat and message them, even though I know that's going to happen. But, you know, you're just trying to instill what I would call, I guess, good old fashioned values in, in your kids. I think, you know, there's something to be said with the saying that history repeats itself. I feel like possibly maybe we're on that hump where it's going to come back to like my generation, you know, raising my kids the way my parents raised me Mm -hmm. to less about the uh, social media and more, you know, face to face interaction and things like that. I do feel like it is going back that way. Even like the devices that we see now coming out in the technology where FaceTime, we have a lot of that now. Mm -hmm. People, I'm I'm getting phone calls from my 40 year old plus friends and they're sending me like on Facebook, they're all of a sudden I get like a phone call coming and I'm like, oh, hey, what's, what's up? And it's like, it's totally different conversation when you can see mannerisms and see them. And so now we have these portals and devices and all these other things. And I actually like that technologies embrace that face-to-face contact versus just just the texting or the snapping or whatever. Because I think a lot of things get like when you text or email somebody, 
tone is completely lost. Mm-hmm. And somebody could be completely innocent in a text message or a email, and but somebody like reads it the way they want to, or they hear it in their head saying, and all of a sudden they think that somebody's mad at them and they won't talk to them for like months over an email or a text that was innocent in the first place. So tone is lost at human contact. I love, like, I think that's important that you're teaching your daughters that to like go to the houses. Cause that's what I did. I mean, we didn't have I didn't have a cell phone until I was 22 or 23. Right. So yeah. I would just show up at my buddy's house. I wouldn't just walk in their house and hang out and eat their ice cream. and <laughs> Eat all their good because yeah. your mom never got you that stuff. Right? I got yelled at a couple of times. <laughs> toaster strudels. If my buddy Laz listening, sorry, dude, I'll buy you a pack of toaster strudels. I ate like 12 of them one day at his house when he wasn't home and his parents weren't home. I was just there. Whole thing of orange sherbet. So. <laughs> Talking about toaster strudels, my cell phone actually looked like a toaster. The thing was so heavy. There was tiniest screen, so you obviously couldn't FaceTime anybody. However, I took it with me as a self-defense mechanism. Because late at night, if you cannot self- take a selfie, you can at least smack somebody with that thing. <laughs> My country was pretty brutal in some some things. Well, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> Lots of hand-to-hand combat? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yep, I've definitely been in many fights in my life and... That's why I kind of moved to United States because things are so much easier in here. <laughs> and sometimes people ask me, I'm like, well, why did you move here? I'm like, what? To be honest with you, I think I was born in the wrong place in the first place. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I took an action and fixed it. There you, go. there you go. So cool. So Jen, what's next for you? I mean, other than helping Yuri and I expand our brand and our also the real estate uh, company too that, that we're working for is allowing us to expand a little bit. But aside from helping us, What's next for you? Are you going to take on a sixth career passion? No, 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 I'm good. I, I want to take what I have and, and build on that. I have some things in the works for Jerp Design, helping out a, another local company and, and you guys. And I just love helping people in general. So if I can keep doing that, I like, you know, the whole hashtag shop local thing to, you know, keeping it local, keeping it small time, keeping it face to face, you know, I just keep building on that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And gives getting creative. I think that's the cool thing is, I mean, you have that that vision. We looked at just our logo a little while ago and you and Yuri were jamming out on how we can touch that up when we, you know, switch it. We're going to use that logo for our real estate team, uh, which is going to be awesome. And, you know, how we can just tweak that a little bit and, and add to it. So it's awesome. And you got, you can see that a lot of people just don't have that gift or that talent. And I, I really don't have an art design idea. I can look at a house and look at it inside a house and picture what it should look like, but I can't design a logo like that out of yeah. nowhere i can't shut that off so if you <laughs> if you ever need anything i it's like instead of voices in my head it's just creative ideas non-stop like i don't know i, I guess it's a gift it is a gift we'll, we'll call it a gift that's a gift <laughs> it's a gift you probably have other areas where you'd like to be better in and they come harder yeah yeah <laughs> work on so, that all right right so all right well i think that's pretty good for today you're you want to wrap us up yeah absolutely thank you for joining us jen gonna throw you under the bus jen was somewhat worried to be in our podcast <laughs> you did great and I, so. I don't think we could have have a better first female guest than you are you taking action 24 7 you kicking ass and taking names nice work and you're all about small business i truly believe that small business is gonna save this world someday yeah jen's got three of them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, three and then kids and a husband, so six and a half jobs. <laughs> to be to be honest with you, sometimes after I work and then I get home, put my kids to bed, I don't have time for anything. No, no time, not desire to say 
but I'm just so tired. I'm like, I'm just taking action on my TV project at the you're, moment. You're his kids are always taking action. Yesterday I went to his house so we could jam out a little bit on some future projects and his daughters were trying to keep them from getting out of bed, like not going to bed. So they're, they're, they're just like Yuri because they'll, they'll look, <laughs> it's so funny because they'll negotiate with him all the time. Every time I'm over there, he's always got to try to put him down for sleep or something. And they're, I want to go look at the Christmas lights across the road. Can I go do that? I'm like, hell no. It's bedtime. Nobody's going to look at decorations. And to be honest with you, when I was growing up, I was the same way. I had endless energy coming out, out of everywhere. My mom even joked, she said, if you would have a plug somewhere in your body, you can probably power up the whole city. And then she said, you remember, you're going to have kids and you go. you're going to get the taste of it. And last time they visited, she said, I'm like, oh, the kids are just like you. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for payback. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, maybe uh, before we wrap up, maybe we can shoot a, a little shout out to our non-sponsor, hopefully future sponsor, Bang Energy. Yes, absolutely. Bang Energy. We love your energy drinks. I keep asking Monty for an extra one every time we shoot the podcast so he's getting he's getting pretty annoyed with me so bang would you please send us some samples and we would love to feature you in the show <laughs> and we do have some new listeners guys our fan base is growing our newest listener from switzerland so thank you very much Thank you for anybody who's listening to us. We are here for you guys at the end of the day. We're all here to get some motivation into you, to get you scratch off a couple things off your list. And Jen was a perfect example on how you can sometimes combine fun, hobby, and then still make money at the same time and being a parent. So today was a wonderful episode. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow, so happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I do have a nice tip and trick for you guys. If you go on Wednesday night and turn your scale back 15 pounds for about two and a half, three weeks, and then you turn it back so there will be no regrets for you whatsoever. <laughs> awesome. Well, Yura, where can they find us? In the meantime, you guys can find us on Facebook. It's Take Action Podcast with Monty and Yura. Instagram with the same name. We had so, some good ideas on how to develop our YouTube channel. So that's coming soon. We're going to make a couple cool short videos for every podcast. So you don't so you don't have to be bored and listen to the whole thing for 45 minutes. So we're going to try to do something really cool and funky. Be still working our LinkedIn page. It's in process and I always post our links to our podcast. Captivate Player is one of my favorites, but if you don't like it, we can always listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We're on Public Radio, Stitcher and basically any major platform. And we do going to throw a link for some of our gems artwork because those things look amazing and would like to get her small business supported too so awesome well thanks again jen and uh we'll wrap up today thank you happy thanksgiving guys happy birthday monty thank, thank you. you for joining us jen you guys have a great week see you next time boom